Hey, what's happening, guys? Welcome to the LTK show. On the show today, I've got my cousin Kristen Kangas. She is a frequent guest of the show, and she's on to talk about her website. She just recently started a business. She is teaching meditation and yoga. Um, so if you're interested, check out her website. It's kristenkangas.com. If you're interested in getting into some yoga and meditation work and you're looking to, you know, develop yourself spiritually, give her a shout. Um, but yeah, we just have a fun, casual conversation anytime she's on her and I just, we have a good time. We've got, uh, yeah, we keep her, keep her cash today. So hope you guys enjoy it. Let's rock and roll. Let's get into it. Oh, she's back. All right, we're back. So, and I we're just... back. <laughs> Have you seen that we're SNL? Back. It's it's old SNL, Jimmy Fallon, and I can't remember. And we're back. <laughs> okay, so I talked to Sarah, sister Sarah, yeah, earlier today, and she said you guys both have a crush on kevin costner yeah you guys got you guys got a little thing going for k cost huh what's up with Uh that okay well i think you can appreciate this him and bull durham right like he is so classy Mm -hmm. you know he's teaching him how to be in the show and he wears his pressed chinos he's ironing in a scene he is not going to play games <laughs> with her. He has this evolved perspective as Crash Davis. Uh-huh. You know, he has, he stands up for himself and has principles and conviction. And he's like, I'm not going to compete with that kid. And I don't know. I just, and he, I love his laugh and his face. Oh my gosh, his hair. <laughs> Oh wow, we're getting <laughs> we're getting into it here. Uh, I ain't scared okay. to tell ya. Is it is it the speech you know where he's like, I believe in the small of a woman's back. <laughs> I believe in the like opening sp- your presents on speech. Christmas morning, not Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's a right. sweet speech. Yes, for sure. The, the conviction of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good speech. What what is your you might have already answered it, but what's your favorite Kevin Costner flick? Definitely Bull Durham, but I think... Yeah. You know what's kind of crazy? I like him even in, like, Wyatt Earp and The Postman. And, like, those really slow, boring ones. But he's good <laughs> in... Um, what else? What else is? Oh, love of the game. That's sweet. Yeah, for the love of the game. Yeah. Tin cup. Tin cup. He's so sexy. Oh my gosh. Sexy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, tin cup. I forgot about that. Sarah goes swoony for the tin cup. Um. I love that movie. That's a good flick. It's been a while since I've seen it. And what happened to Rene Russo? Ah, you know, I think females in the industry, once they get to a certain age, I don't know, some of them kind of, like, unfortunately, I'm not saying it's right, but I don't know. 
they kind of seem to fizzle out some of them. Whereas a guy like Costner can just keep rocking. That's but, rude. I don't know. It That's is, rude. but I've I I've heard that from you know people on the inside Doesn't that I talk to right. in the showbiz industry. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm gonna look up his IMDb. Do you have a an '80s '90s star that you just think is real cute? You know, Meg Ryan, before, like, all the surgeries, mm-hmm. smoke show. It's pretty classic. Oh, Dances with Wolves. Big Meg the Ryan. The Bodyguard. Gal. Robin Hood. I forgot about that. Robie Hood. I love how that movie, like, everybody else has an accent, and they're, like, acting, and he's just like, nah, I'm going to be American. <laughs> that is so true. Just not... <laughs> Just not gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a really good point. Oh my gosh, and that's a great the... flick though too. Yeah, Christian. Oh, speaking of who else is in that movie that Sarah and I love is Christian Slater. Yep. Man, yeah, he was hot voice. in the nineties. It's his voice, and it's that look. And then now that he's, like, older and in TV, you're like, mm. if I close my eyes, it's still sexy. But the idea that it's kind of like being in a nightclub or something, and you see someone, you're like, yeah, it's sexy, and then the lights come on, and you're like, oh, you're just like a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, what the heck else is I going to ask you? Um, what is so you, you've moved around a decent amount, quite a bit. What's yeah. your favorite place that you've lived? Mm, Viroqua, Wisconsin, probably. I love Wisco? Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis too. I mean, obviously, I like these places because I've lived there. But, um, okay, I like Viroqua because I discovered it on my own. And it was a nice blend of a small town, but I didn't know anybody there. And it had a wine bar, and it had an Aveda salon, and they had a farmer's market. And I could ride my bike to the library, and it was just, like, gorgeous. And I um, liked my drive to work. It was, like, through these ravines and over ridges and into valleys and it was gorgeous so I liked it for the countryside and for the other cute little things that gave me happiness but then Minneapolis Mm -hmm. is pretty cool because of the hometown pride and the twins and all of the possibilities of going out to eat and um it's a good jumping off point yeah, International Airport. Yeah, yeah, we got it all, except for the weather in the winter. Which is, yeah, half of the year. Mm-hmm. No, what would you say? Winter officially starts in November, I'd say. So you have December, January, yeah, it's basically February, like March. Four to five months. 
you're not out of the woods like until really I don't know end of April, even beginning of May. You know, you can still get snow in April, so it's like pretty much I don't know mid November to mid April. It's long. But like right now, it's it's going to be what fifty five I think this weekend, which is today's March third. So like March, I don't know sixth. I mean, it can be seventy degrees in March. It's just few and far between, you know. And I've I've lived here long enough to not fall for the tease. Yeah, you know, it's going to be fifty five, and you're like, oh, spring's here, and then three days later, bam, right. you're seven inches of snow. Did you so. also know that I forgot about Field of Dreams? Yeah, he's in a lot of good flicks, isn't he? Oh, my gosh. And his name is Ray Kinsella. I love when he says, the only difference was I was from Iowa, and she had heard of Iowa. <laughs> his wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, have you ever seen the movie The Big Chill? It's with no. Kevin Klein, has an awesome soundtrack, and it's about this group of friends who have been friends forever, like since college, and um, they come together for a weekend after a friend of theirs commits suicide, and then they talk about you know it but they are there with each other and they celebrate their friendship and everything but then um he's actually the guy kevin costner was supposed to be alex the guy that um died but they deleted all the scenes really mm -hmm. all of so his scenes yeah they must have just said, oh, well, we don't, it actually plays better when we don't see who he is. Huh. Interesting. The big chill, huh? Right. It ha you would like this soundtrack, for sure. I mean, I don't think it's like the best movie movie, although I think a lot of baby boomers would disagree with me. Yeah. Huh. I'll check that one out. Where... So where are you moving next, you know? Well, I thought you had a guest room for me. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, yeah. I Jamal. Here's the dream. Here's the dream. Jamal, I, man. Jamal, man. <laughs> Jamal! Okay. <laughs> uh... <sighs> I would love to not move to a place, but just bebop to different places. So let's say I'm in Alaska for the rest of the summer, maybe fall. And then for the winter, I go to Phoenix or Arizona, like somewhere in Arizona or Texas by, you know, an Austin area or... Mexico. So I just go to Mexico for a month. I rent a house. People can come stay and visit, or I can rent uh, a bigger place and have a retreat. 
So, yeah, I think that'd be cool. And then you could go to a different place, do the same thing, um, but just keep traveling and then just pay your pay your rent essentially to Airbnb and wherever you want to live. Mm-hmm. Be, be steep, be pricey, but hey. And I don't want to be alone the entire time. Like, I'm fine being alone. I'm not afraid of that. But eventually, you're just kind of like, wouldn't it be nice to have a combo with somebody in person? I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. When I grow up and get married, um. I'm living alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living alone. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the same question. Do you see yourself staying in the cities or what do you want to do? I do just because like I'm definitely a people person and, you know, most of my relationships are in this area. I've got most of my family in this area. So I want this to be like my I guess, what do you call it? Prime spot or number one spot. And then there you go. That's the easy way to say it. Uh, And then ideally I would have like a second place down south somewhere, whether that's Florida, Arizona, somewhere warm in the winter where I can go to often to escape the winter blues because for me, the winter blues are a real thing just because I don't do much in the winter, and that's on me. Like, I could, whatever, snowmobile, ice fish, pick up some winter hobbies. But, yeah, I just, I got to get that D. <laughs> got to get, get that, that vitamin D. D. <laughs> God, I think about that every time I so, go in the sun. I'm like, nope, you got to get some sun on your skin before you put the sunscreen on let's just be natural for a second get that d natural (laughs) um um, my friend but it's a real thing man like it's it's a real thing he he calls it raw dogging (laughs) oh yeah with with without sunscreen on but yeah you gotta you gotta just Hang out there before you put on the sunscreen protection. Just yeah, it's I mean raw dog. Like <laughs> so you like you were in Hawaii. Did you? Yeah. And you were getting sun. You're outside. Like were you? And granted, you're on vacation, so that's part of it. But were you like noticeably happier when you were there? For sure. Of course, there's the whole idea that you're on vacation, so you're right. infinitely happier. Um, but yeah, I I do think so, and I think it just when you wake up, those moments are so pivotal and like foundational for your day. So it's like you wake up and you just kind of come to you know you might hear birds singing or you might hear your alarm, but then you're like, okay, where am I? what's going on today you know like and then you look out the window or like the shades are drawn and you're like oh it's 
sunny today. I can see that it's sunny. And then you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Or it's cloudy, and you're like, oh, God, it's cloudy. What am I going to do when it's raining? You know, so yeah, like, I let the weather affect me. Well, that's not unusual. Was, yeah. Yeah. That's why AZ was nice because it's sunny all year, you know, pretty much year round. So that was that was definitely a plus. It's funny you said, uh, "What did you say? Where am I?" When you woke up, yeah. <laughs> I, I worked with the guy. Like when I worked at this paint store, we'd get busy sometimes, and like you know, you'd be just flying all over the place, like whatever. And <laughs> sometimes he'd be like at the computer trying to figure out like what he's doing, where he's at, because he just got done doing something. He's like, "Where am I? Who am I?" <laughs> And it just got me every time. Good story. I like it. Had to be there. Where am I? Who am I? Well, it's funny when it becomes a person's bit. You know, it's like something that they say. Yeah, his delivery was just good. Like, he just, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, What the schmecks? Yeah, so that's so, actually not a bad transition to talk about the website and like the meditation stuff with your, you know, this is how you wake up, this is how you, you know, how you're feeling. Right. Like, do you notice, well, do you notice, so before we get into that, do you notice, um, like, well, first of all, when do you meditate or when do you do yoga? And if you do it in the morning, does that help you? Yeah, for sure. That's actually the reason I started meditating in some ways because there has to be more to my life when I wake up than just rolling out of bed and into my car to drive to work. Like there has to be some sort of, like for me it's, that it started with that and then I would just wake up and make my coffee and I would, you know, either do the crossword puzzle or journal or I really had like sometimes enjoy putting away the dishes (laughs) whatever in the morning right like I just want to have my own time to like keep to my own personal life and then and self okay so there there's that but then also I was noticing that and I was reading about it and listening to podcasts and several people have talked about like setting the tone in the morning like with gratitude Mm -hmm. or lingering in bed just a little bit longer not just looking and scrolling mindlessly through your phone and just being like okay here I am I'm a person I hear the birds singing I like the feel of these sheets I you know whatever I'm looking forward to this. I'm grateful. Or like thinking about my dream. I like to do that before um, to see if I think there's like, I think dreaming is so fascinating. So I like to try and recall that. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, what about you? What does your morning look like? Well, I notice like, and I've heard this too, and I've done it at times we're just like any sort of exercise because I, I'm not much of a morning person. So it takes me a little bit, a little bit to kind of get the Same. engines going. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, like, I just have energy at night. Like I, I, 
I feel like I'm more energetic just about until I go to bed. Um, so mornings are a little tough for me, but I do notice that when I get some sort of exercise in, so like what I've been doing lately is trying to do yoga, especially now that I'm getting a little bit older and, you know, the body is aching a little bit more. Get out of here. Yoga is helping me. <laughs> yoga is helping me You're doing yoga in the morning? I noticed that you were before, like every now and then I would, but I thought that was just because you had back pain that day. Well, so yes, it, it's mostly because of back pain, but it's also because like, I just want to kickstart the day. It gets me into a good spot. I'm learning a few things about myself through yoga. Um, but it's really mostly oh my God, what? Tell physical me. for me right now. This is the first I've ever heard of this. Well, I think I've told you before, like, so with yoga, when I do yoga, like, first of all, I consider myself a novice amateur status. Um, so I don't necessarily know, like, what I'm supposed to do in each pose. Like, I think I've told you, like, with baseball, there's a certain technique to hit a baseball, there's a certain technique to feel the ground ball. But, like, with yoga, I don't necessarily know the ins and outs of said poses so it can be frustrating for me like when they're like okay do this pose and i'm like am i doing it right i don't know if i'm doing it right it feels like i'm not doing it right so now what i'm doing is like okay i'm just going to do it to the best of my ability and not worry about it or like if i mess up a pose my first thing is to like if i lose balance i'll get frustrated and now i'm like all right chill out it happens be a little easier on yourself you know, don't be so dang hard on yourself. So that's just like a couple of things that I'm learning through the yogi, the yoga. That's really interesting because as you were talking about how your approach to yoga is, that was my approach to meditation. Like you're trying and you're like, oh, shoot, I just can't get into it. Yeah, and it's like I didn't know that much about it. I had heard and read different philosophies or different approaches from different people. And the general, I got the general idea, but I didn't know the specifics of, am I doing this right? I'm pretty sure I'm doing mm -hmm. this wrong. And if I started thinking about something, I'm like, man, all I did was think this is wrong. I'm so bad at this, you know, mm -hmm. because you're just supposed to think about nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Close my and, eyes, get to nirvana, boom. Right. And that's why I want to do a beginning meditation series because that's, I want to help people establish their practice because there, there's really not that much to it. You sit and breathe. That's all. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. But the construct of our minds and maybe the expectations or our preconceived notions or how hard we are on ourselves. We don't give ourselves that grace to like just be. And that's what meditation is. It's mindfulness. It's being in the moment and acknowledgement of when we're thinking, but not judgment. And you yeah. meditate, right? I do. Not as often as I do yoga, but I I want to do it more because I know that it's good for me. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's exactly the moment I was, like the place that I was before I started this, my, my business of yoga and meditation partnering. Like, well, I say partnering because I don't really enjoy the idea of like an expert because I just am a loving, supporting person who knows about this stuff and can support you and hold space in a loving way. But anyway, um, we were talking about what? Oh, so (laughs) (laughs) I went off on like why I'm a partner and not a regular expert. Well, just like meditation practice and like how it's helped you or like, you know, what you offer. Yes, that we have to do it more a frequently. A beginner. Yes, and I mm-hmm. think this was part of my quarantine issue was that I wasn't setting the tone. So if I don't set the tone for myself in the morning and I'm not the boss of my attitude and my outlook and my energy, I'm susceptible to get thrown off center and if I so yeah. if I don't even start at center, then I've got to go all that way back. Versus if I start in a neutral place, like when you sleep, all momentum subsides. So when I would wake mm-hmm. up, I would say today is a new day because it is, and energetically I'm brand new. So I'm going to come back and remind myself who I am, what I want to you know do that day, how I want to feel, and I cultivate that energy and I'm in my center, I'm grounded and I'm there. So now I'm much more fortified when I go into a situation that could be good or bad, but I am more steady in who I am. So it's not left up to chance by my first interaction, like rolling the dice. Oh, I spilled coffee everywhere and the dog just did this and someone's calling me and I just got this email and all of a sudden you're frazzled and you're further from center because you weren't ever really there. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's interesting because I, yeah, I noticed that too. Like the day kind of owns you, like it tends to own you versus you owning your day. Mm-hmm. And we're so start. susceptible. Yeah. To that first like Instagram scroll. Is it going to be this? Is it going to be happy? It's up to chance. And I don't mm-hmm. want to leave start my day out by chance. I want to be more intentional with it. And I think another common misconception is that you have to sit in a certain way and not think, and you have to do it for a long amount of time. I've reframed it to something is better than nothing. And it's about practicing creating the space before the reaction. That's why I meditate because stuff can happen, but my reaction controls the experience of what happens. So we do have some control over what happens. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. so reactive. So- it's like creating space. That's what I feel like it is. It's separating, detaching from, from whatever you want the situation to look like or whatever you expected from it, taking a breath and detaching from that and saying, okay, what do I, like there's space now. 
So there's a lot of freedom here for choosing. Okay, so you're saying like kind of like a buffer. So like for me with yoga, if I fall or like I lose balance and I get frustrated, there's no buffer there. There's no space. But if I say, oh, sh you know, whatever I fell, that's I'm just like, it's okay. Just well, you are, yeah, you might be coming pose. at it from the Try expectation as of an athlete of I am going to perfect this. I'm going to win. Yeah, yeah, and that's, yes, and that's one thing I've noticed with yoga is like, you know, there, there's, in sports, you're taught that there's ways to do things and there's, there's techniques, there's systems, whatever, like, this is how we do it. So it's like less of an art form. Boom, check, boom, boom, check. This, this is, is check it, how do we it. do it. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Ever since I was a lower you know what I'm saying, G, though? but now I'm a big G. Yeah, I do. There's different so, lineages that, in that make yoga. Sense? So like, right. Okay, because I feel like yoga is is more of an art form versus a technique or what or is it like i guess maybe it's the perfect blend if you're if you're really in the zone okay to me i think am i getting too deep here no it's interesting that you view it like that there are there are non-negotiables that are good and bad for the body like for example you're not going to want to throw yourself into a, what we would call a peak pose that requires some warming up. You wouldn't want to just throw your class into that. You would want to warm up. You wouldn't want to put your foot on your knee during like a tree pose. You, it's either above the knee or below the knee. You don't want to feel pain. Big painless. fan of tree pose. Big yeah. fan of tree pose, by the really? way. Really? You're a big today. tree guy. I have a big tree gal. Big there you go. Um, go Remember ahead, that yeah, podcast? So that was fun when we did that, and I was a gal. You were a guy. That was fun. I like that. Just I still kidding. like it when Proceed. you say gal. <sighs> Big yeah. beer gal. Big beer gal. That's what you are. Well, you're a beer guy. I'm a beer guy. You're a tree gal. That This works. <laughs> uh so Love there's it. certain no-nos with the body, right? But in general, you're you're okay. And there's common misalignments, but that's what refinement cues are for. So if you have a good, I shouldn't say a good teacher, but if you take a beginning class, good that and foundations, you should be good. And that's okay. Yeah, that's what I would have wanted at the beginning of my yoga practice is like, okay, what, you know, what can I expect? Am I supposed to, you know, try and perfect this or like, what are my poses looking like? And yeah, and a lot of it's intuitive all that too, stuff. because if you think about a lunge or a squat, when you're lifting weights, you don't want your knees to go past your toes. And the mm -hmm. same thing is with, with lunges. In yoga, you're going to want the knee to be in line with the toe, the hip, and the ankle. 
So you can look down at yourself and say, oh, that my knee is really scooched in here. And a lot of times people will try and compensate so they don't have to recu recruit the muscles that were working. They want to... Overcompensate. Well, yeah. Or they'll like dump into a, into a posture. So you always... The, I guess to coach you through it and not get too technical is always have your core engaged like constantly. If you are constantly sucking the navel into the spine, you're your core is fortified, you're protecting your low back and your posture is going to be more in line. So okay. one game changer for me was Tadasana mountain pose is just standing with your hips over your heels and your shoulders over your hips, right? Your palms facing forward. Okay. But what you want to do is make sure your posture is correct so that you're, and that, that pose Tadasana is in every single other pose that you're just trying to get your posture to look like that in every other pose. That was a huge game okay. changer for me. So anytime I was in lunge, I'm like, okay, well, where is my Tadasana? Where is my core? Where are my shoulders? Am I in line? Am I are all my muscles? On okay, so you're now? saying every pose you're supposed to have your, what is it, head over heart, heart over pelvis? Head over heart. Well, that's a good way to put it, yes. Shoulders back and down. You know, um, my, I said, I was going to say professor. My teacher of the training, yoga teacher training, put her hand on my mid-back and also, um, like, thoracic spine and on my sternum and she lifted me up and that was my proper posture so it's not like a yoga puff your feathers out like a turkey kind of a thing but it's not a hollowed back either it's somewhere in the middle it's lifted chest is lifted but okay. i would say i would just say if you google tadasana or mountain pose and you look at that and you internalize that, that posture should show up in every other posture. That alignment. Okay. Do you do you offer that like with your teaching or with your packages? Uh, beginning? Like a, an instructional or like, yeah. No, but that's so a good like, idea. Well, I'm just like, if I'm, hey, I'm Luther, interested in doing yoga, never really done it before, looking for some coaching, and me being a visual guy, gal, um, I want to <laughs> <laughs> make sure, I want to make sure that like, okay, demonstrate for me what, uh, you know, how am I supposed to look when I do this one? How am I supposed to look when I do that one? Or, you know, what's right. the general concept or idea that I'm going for? You know, mm -hmm. I think personally for me, that's, that would be helpful but yeah yeah I would be I mean I can definitely help you with it and if that's something that a lot of people email me and say that they want that would be cool I would love to I want to give the people what they want because all I want to do is interact with people to help them connect to themselves to their body do. All I want to do is help people connect with themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
so that they can't find their own answers. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> uh, KristenKangas.com. It is. Check it out. It launched. How were you pumped or what? I was. So when I paid off my student loans a few years ago, I had a party. This was, you know, when you could have people over. So I had just after work, just something really simple. It was my last payment that I was going to submit, but I was like, this is a ceremonious deal. So Mm -hmm. I chilled the champagne, invited friends over. I made like a little dip, hot spinach and artichoke dip. You had a dip. I, I dipped. They dipped. We dipped. And we, I, I set up some, a little playlist around money, like, you know, Eddie money, blah, blah, blah. And we counted down from 10. I queued it all up on my computer. And then we got to zero. I pushed the button and then it said, you know, I owed zero dollars and we popped the champagne and we listened to that song, money, So for my launch or the website, I wanted to do the same thing. I really wanted to push publish when it was done just like because I had worked so hard and you spend so much time agonizing over the layout and the colors and the font and pricing and whatever. It's a huge project. So I wanted to Uh celebrate it. So I put together a little launch party invite and uh, like maybe 10 people came and showed up. It was such late notice. Um, I didn't want to give people long notice though, because I couldn't wait that long. And we did a little countdown and had our champagne or like whatever beverage nearby and toasted. And I played Dreams by the Cranberries. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah, that's my yeah. Cranberries jam. So good. And I also like the song that goes, Dreams can come true. You know you got to have them. You know you got to be strong. But I didn't know who sang that, and I was in a hurry. I thought it was called Dreams, but it's not. I'm trying to think of that song. It's ringing a bell, but who do you know who sings it? I'm gonna Spotify it if you know. Uh, Gabriel. Do you know? Gabriel. Can I play it, or is that a copyright thing? I think if you keep it under like X amount of seconds. Okay, Actually, let's I have try no it. idea, but. Uh... Gabrielle. They can come true, yeah, dreams can come true. Anyway, loved it. It was good. And you're at LTK Athletic? Dot com. And what's popping off for you? Like, what are you offering to the people now? You have merchandise. To the peeps. To the peeps. Yeah, I've got... I got some merch. I got some podcasts, um, and been talking about it for a while. But it's time to execute. I'm gonna do some interviews with athletes via video. Exciting. So, yeah. Well, like this whole—I mean, this is an excuse, but the whole you know Rona thing 
kind of threw a wrench into those plans. Um, yeah. But I'm excited to I'm excited to get into that and get some athlete tips going. Get some you know athlete stories and just kind of yeah tie some stuff together. Throw some content out there and um, for the peeps. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen soon. So Cool. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Although what, you do have uh, a face for the radio. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's got a good podcast face, but I tell you. I don't know if that's going to translate on screen. Not much of a YouTube face. <laughs> this guy. This gal. That gal. You know, there's a shelf life for the gals in Hollywood. <laughs> All right, well, this uh, yeah, is awesome. Yeah. You've inspired me to want to do um, a beginner yoga. I do have a beginner meditation coming up. That series is in March. If you go to kristenkangas.com, it's on there. It's the beginning meditation series, and it is starting. It's three of them. So I call the people before and after. So that's something that's kind of cool that, you know, if you're on call map or something and it's working for you, that's cool. But sometimes people just need a little bit of guidance like I did. And so it's March 11th, 18th, and 25th. And you get, I'm going to put together a journal. We have three 60-minute sessions on Zoom. And I'll, you can text me and check in, and I'll check in on you, and it's some nice accountability to meet like-minded people, too. Sweet. And did you say that was, like, a group, or was that individual? Yeah, it's group. Okay. Individuals are any time, and that's my most popular one. I like working with people in all settings. But, yeah, so the meditation workshop okay. is online. It's exciting. I can't wait to see what kind of LTK people come by. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, Should we wrap this thing up with... uh, Yes. With what? Do you have a game? Well, no, I just... I wish. I (laughs) I think we talked about it last... Well, I was going to do a little hink pink with you. What's that? Um, it's the, where the answer is a rhyme. So a library thief, okay. for example. Do you know what a library thief would be called? A book crook. A book. A book crook. Oh, oh, so it rhymes. Okay, now I'm with it. The answer rhymes. Okay, give me one more. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. A... Lengthy tune. A lengthy tune. Oh boy, a long song. Yes. A light red beverage. A light red beverage. Oh, that's a. Oh boy, it's gonna say white wine. <laughs> But that doesn't rhyme. Uh, well, what know. is a beverage called? 
Oh, a drink, a pink drink. Yep. A large group of people that is noisy. A large group of people. Loud crowd. Mm-hmm. A stinging insect that doesn't cost money. Stinging insect. It is a freebie. Mm-hmm. Our favorite thing. <laughs> Boom. You, <laughs> you should save some of these. So next time you're on with Oxted, we get on the right schedule and we're all boom together yeah. then we could do a little contest a little buzzer that'd be fun okay well do you want one more or should we save them well is there a bunch of them out there give me one more there's a lot of them out there a rabbit that tells jokes oh a funny bunny <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just think they're fun. Uh, that was fun. Um, I have. Yeah, that is good. I have. They're not rhyming, but they are football teams. So it's like clues for different football teams. I give it to my students around the Super Bowl time. But yeah, this was fun. Thank you, and uh, we should do some yoga sometime. <laughs>